Hello, everybody, and welcome in to the Chase McAndrew podcast. I'm your host, Chase McAndrew. So today, I'm very happy I get, I get to talk about one of my favorite film franchises of all time, James Bond series. What's that? It, it, it was pushed back eight months because of the coronavirus. Oh, I I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Um, the coronavirus can suck it. Um, what am I gonna talk about then if I can't talk about my James Bond? Uh, this was supposed to be my James Bond episode. The movie comes out in like four days. Oh. So, whatever I've been watching in at my house when I went, if I'm not going outside, really, what should I talk about then? I guess. What what have I been watching? Um, a little bit of Breaking Bad. Um, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Started Star Trek Picard. Started uh, Star Trek Discovery. I I actually finished Picard. Uh, what should I what should I do then? But I'm a Star Wars fan. I have a tattoo on my left forearm. See, Star Wars. I'm a Star Wars fan. I like Trek a lot, but I'm a Star Wars fan. Okay, yeah, I guess you're right. I do love Star Trek, too. But I'm still a Star Wars fan, first and foremost. Fine, I'll talk about Star Trek Picard. Hello, everybody. Welcome into the fifth episode of the Chase McAndrew Podcast, the most original name for a podcast, literally of all time. It has nothing to do with my name whatsoever. I know my jokes are terrible. Hello, though, every, every, everybody. Again, welcome in to my podcast on the CBS All Access show, Star Trek Picard. I will start off by saying, yes, I'm a Star Wars fan, but I'm also a Star Trek fan. For about 10 years, I've been a Star Trek fan. Back in 2010, I went on vacation, and a friend of mine brought the brought the oh nine movie uh, to to for us all to watch and that was my first real experience with Star Trek. I'd watched a couple of the episodes of, of the original series and Next Generation and all that and it was like okay. But Star Trek two thousand and nine really got me into this franchise. Then I watched uh twenty thirteen Star Trek into Darkness in the theater 2016 Star Trek Beyond in the theater. Loved both those movies. I liked Into Darkness, loved Beyond. And I really started becoming a Star Trek fan. Watched all the original movies, the original six, and the four movies from the Next Generation cast. Um, and, And watched a lot of these shows also. I've watched 
all three seasons of uh, the original series. Love it. Season three is good. It's not great. It's good. I've watched all of Next Generation. I've watched most-ish of Voyager up until about season five. It's a five and a half. I watched half of six. Um, I've watched all of Deep Space Nine, and I've watched half a season of Enterprise. Um, not my favorite show, but I want to talk about Picard, Star Trek Picard, the I guess sequel series to the Next Generation that really isn't like the Next Generation show. So if you're thinking to yourself, oh, this is going to be just like the Next Generation TV show, uh, no, very sorry, it it. It is not like this, like that Next Generation show. Really at all. It's still a really good show, but it's it's not like um, it's it's not really much like the Next Generation show, other than a couple characters to show up from from the Next Generation show and a couple other shows during that time. So first, let's get into the positives. And my first positive is, across the board, the acting. And by the way, no spoilers for the show. The acting from everybody in this show, across the board, from Jean-Luc Picard to the last termite, whatever. Everybody in this show is great. But let's talk about the man of the hour, Captain Jean-Luc Picard himself, Patrick Stewart. He... Returns as his character for the first time in 18 years, 2002, Star Trek Nemesis. So yeah, 18 years. The man has obviously gotten a little older, but he is just as great of an actor as he's been for many years now. He is fantastic in this role. He is even, and I'll get to this in my mixed and my uh, negative Sides, even when the show kind of tweaks Picard's character, Patrick Stewart still is great in the role in those moments. The rest of the cast, I don't have a lot of time to to go into all of them. They're all great from. The returning Seven of Nine, played by Jerry Ryan. She was in the trailer, don't worry. Uh, he's also in the trailer. Brett Spiner returns as Data. Not in it a lot, but he is very excellent in the role once again as Data. Even Jonathan Frakes and Marina Siritis pop in for an episode or two, and they are both just as good as they were on The Next Generation and the four movies that they did. And the new cast of, of, of characters that accompany Picard on his journey are all very well cast. But I want to particularly spit or talk about uh, Allison Pill. She plays the Doctor. Um, her character starts out very, yay, we're going on an adventure. And then you find out something about her and you're like, oh, okay. And then again, Something else happened. You're like, oh, okay. And Alison Pill is a great actress, very underrated actress in my opinion. And she takes 
and, and, and she takes these type of, and she, and she takes the material seriously and, and she, she does it all very, very, very well. Really enjoyed when she was cast. I, I was like, in, interesting casting choice, but she fit pretty much right in with this universe. I really liked it a lot. So let's get on to another positive the look and the visuals of this show. My God, for a show about Star Trek in 2020, this is what I thought it would look like. And it and it's 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 so good. The visuals for a TV show are amazing. The budgets over the past five or six years of TV shows have gone up tenfold. They're they've just it amazes me what they can do with visual effects now in TV shows. It's ridiculous. It looks better than some movies out there. It's ridiculous. It, the, the visuals and the look of the show are... are, are if, if you, you, I'll, I'll just say this. You're not falling asleep. If you, if you don't like this series, I don't think you're falling asleep because of the way the show looks. And the visual, how good the visuals are. That's what I'm going to say. Um, the last two episodes. Episodes, there's 10 episodes. Episodes probably from like five or six. I'm going to say six, seven, and eight. They're not bad episodes. But they were just, I was like, okay, the show's still good. But it's kind of running... A little long. They weren't filler, but it was like, okay, come on, let's get to the end. Let's get to the final two. Let's get to the last couple episodes here. And the final two episodes of this show are pure awesomeness. Star Trek. There's pure Star Trek awesomeness. I mean, it, it's 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 so good. I I, I was so very pleased. But the way that the show wraps up, again, no spoilers, just the way the show wraps up was, 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 oh, it was awesome. Loved it. Loved it. About halfway through episode 10, the last episode of season one, I was like, yeah, this is a great episode. And then it got better and better and better. And then it ended and I'm about to cry because it was so good. So good. So those are really all my positives for this show. With everything else from this point on, either mixed or negative. Uh, mixed aspect from that isn't a mixed aspect for me, but if you are a hardcore Trekkie from the original series, uh, TNG, uh, Voyager, Deep Space Nine. Enterprise, and you didn't like the Star Trek 09 and the, and the other two movies, the look and feel of the show could maybe, well, probably wouldn't be your thing, but since that's how I started out with, with Star Trek, I liked it. It didn't bother me, but, but like I said, if you're a classic Trek fan, you, you probably are like, eh. It's a little too action heavy for me, but yeah, 
I liked it. That's why it's mixed for me, because I can see how some fans wouldn't love it. Um, the story. The story is good, but it's kind of like... I've seen it before, but it's still good. And then that's why it's mixed for me, because it's good. I've just seen it before, and they do put some twists in there and some turns in there, but I've seen it before. This this show is essentially a mystery. I mean, but it's it's a good it's good, but it's just kind of okay. Let's I've seen this before. And then, like I said, the last two episodes really make it make it great. They it, it hits you with the gut punch, and you love it, and, and and a good way in a gut punch, in a good way, not like oh my god, no, it's 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 in a good way. And then my next mixed is the show, so. From what I'm understanding from this show, it takes place 20 years after The Next Generation and 14 years after when Picard retired from Starfleet. The characters, a couple characters in this show are characters that you know, that we don't know, are from that six-year gap between uh, the end of um, Star Trek Nemesis and when Picard retired from Starfleet. And it's, it's not that it's bad, it's just they use it so much. And it's like this character, he met, you know, two years before he left Starfleet. Oh, this character's been here the entire time, but we've never heard of her before. And it was kind of like, oh, okay. Okay, that's, that's, okay. Cool. But that's why it's mixed for me, because I'm like, eh. You have Seven of Nine, you have Riker, you have Troy, and it's like, bring those guys back. And and then they make new characters, and it's like, okay. The characters are good, but it's just, yeah. For me, it was like, okay. Come on, let's let's do something else here. Let's, let's get to other characters that we like. If that makes sense. Um, and I and I have to say, in between, and this is my last mixed aspect. In between, uh, like I said before, episodes like like six, seven, eight. They're like like I said, they're good. But in those couple episodes. The action kind of feels a little generic sci-fi show. Action, it's fine, but again, it just... It kind of feels... Okay, this is a science fiction show. We have to have this. We have to have this type of action. And it just kind of is like, okay, I get it. Let's move the story along more and get to the last couple episodes. So that's my last mix aspect. Let's get to my negatives. My negatives, the dialogue for the most part is very, very good on the show. But there's sometimes 
many times throughout, I would say, every episode where they have this good Trek conversation. They're talking about something. And then somebody throws a line in there that just seems like a 2019, 2020 way of telling a joke or saying a line. And it completely takes me out of the moment. And it's like, why did you put that in there? And it happens so much throughout every episode. And I was like, what? No, gosh. Again, there's moments. There's a lot of moments, a lot of time, I should say, throughout this entire show where they're doing their thing. They're talking about this. And then a couple lines. A couple lines come in there, and it's just, eh. and I go, uh, did you have to put that line in there? And they, and but like I said, they do it so much that it's like, that's why it's a negative for me. Um, speaking of the untrek like lines, the the show's rated TVMA, and it's very violent. Which, if you've seen Star Trek, it's not that violent. It's not that violent. The most violent thing I've ever seen in Star Trek is in season two, I believe, when they blow up a dude's head, and even that, you can tell it was fake, and it had no blood whatsoever. In this show, they're chopping people's heads off. They're chopping, they're chopping species' heads off. They're cutting people, and it's like, whoa, what are we doing? Why, why, why are we... Why are we having this excess of graphic violence in Star Trek? Save that for Star Wars. Then Disney owns Star Wars, and that won't happen anymore, but you get what I mean. Star Trek isn't about violence. It's about bettering each other. And speaking about bettering each other, you couldn't just tell a ton of my voice just got very annoyed. In episode two of this show, because I went back and I didn't hear any, hear anything in episode one. An annoyance came into my mind. And it lasts from episode two to episode ten. That's nine episodes. If you don't know what Star Trek is supposed to be, it's supposed to be bettering ourselves. And, and it's supposed to be what humanity could be in the future. If people weren't so stupid nowadays, since they just are. In this show, Star Trek Picard, not only do they curse, they say the F word and the S word. And, sorry mom, I'm gonna have to say it. That's fuck and shit. Now listen, I am a person that uses language all the time. I just do. But when you have series like Star Wars and Star Trek that don't curse that much, and in Star Trek they hardly, they, they never curse. Like hell is the worst word they use in Star Trek. When you have the F word and the S word in Star Trek, it, it, it's weird. In the second episode, like I said, Picard is, starts his mission at the end of, end of episode one. With his housekeeper and his butler. Picard and his housekeeper go into um, a 
some a a and a, a very important person's apartment. I'll just say that. And him and the housekeeper are having a conversation. The housekeepers are Romulan. She has Romulan technology that's outlawed, and it's used to see where stuff was before this particular before a a particular event happens. And they're talking, and they're having this great conversation. And Picard starts talking, and he says, "Like, like, I wonder where they where where they could be. I wonder where 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 this could have happened, and and what 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 could have happened here." And the housekeeper, again, sorry, mom, but just I'm quoting here. The the housekeeper goes, those cheeky fuckers. And I think I I rewound it ten seconds, like three or four times. And then on the fourth or fifth time, I can't remember which one it was, I put on the subtitles and it said cheeky efforts. And I went, What? What? Why are they saying oh you don't curse in Star Trek. It's just something you don't do. And they do it for nine episodes. And it just feels wrong. It just feels... It doesn't even feel wrong. It just is wrong. It's not what the series has stood for since 1966. It's 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 not what the franchise has stood for since 1966. And I read one of the producers' comments on it in an article, and he's like, "Oh, because it's it's new it's new Star Trek," and I'm like, "Huh? No, this 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 is Star Trek." This show is called Star Trek Picard, not Picard. Not just Picard. It's called Star Trek Picard. And and it's just I I don't know what's gotten to Gene Roddenberry if he were alive today. I know for a fact would be kicking the crap out of people for using the F word in his franchise. Um, I I don't understand it whatsoever. I I texted a friend about this. I said, "Have you seen Star Trek Picard?" And he said, "No." And I went, "Just a heads up," because he said he was going to start it soon and I said just a heads up a curse and he goes huh I go yeah it's really weird and he goes they curse he's like like what and I'm like f-bombs s-bombs and he goes oh what it, 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 uh, I don't get it I, I'll just say this, people. The 2008 Star Wars The Clone Wars animated movie 
when they said the word damn in that movie one time, my friend and I looked at each other like, what did they just say in a Star Wars movie? If I remember correctly, the only word, the only curse word, I guess, was hell in Empire Strikes Back when Han Solo goes to look for Luke Skywalker on the Tauntaun in the freezing cold weather of Hoth. And he said, I'll see you in hell. And that's the only, uh, up until the, the sequels where they say a couple curse words here and there. But up to that point, that was the only bad word. And then in the animated movie, like I said, they curse. And I'm like, wow, that's that's weird. And that's how it was here in Star Trek Picard. But again, again, I like the show. It's very good. Just don't don't go into the show thinking it's going to be Star Trek The Next Generation 2.0. Because it's not. It's a mystery show about something and someone. And it gets a little slow in the middle-ish episodes. But overall, it's a good show. I like it. Good continuation for the character of John Luke Picard. And having Patrick Stewart reprise the role and hearing him say Trek dialogue again is really, really, really great. Really enjoyed this show. I, even though I, I, I hammered down on the cursing, which that's so no. If you are a Star Trek fan, it's like five bucks a month. CBS All Access. It's free right now because of the because of the the coronavirus going around, the isolation. Free streaming right now. Watch the show. Really, really good. Some things in there that I didn't like, like I said, like the cursing and the violence. But I will say it's a good show. Watch it. And let me know what you think. Well, everybody, thank you very much. And that has been a short episode of the Chase Picking Your Podcast. I just want to get my initial thoughts out there on Star Trek Picard Season 1. See everybody later, and live long and prosper. And may the Force be with you.